live from Major League Soccer's Championship Banner Factory. It's very small. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Okay, I said large. Is this a large? Well, it's MLS sizing, so... Bigger than a bread box. Guys, guys, don't shit on that. I put a lot of work into that, okay? I'm proud of it. It was, you know... Duncan, if mm. I shat on it, it would be covered. Ah. Hmm. You know font sizes go up, right? I've what? seen bigger in a motel. Huh. Okay. What kind of, motel, what kind of motels mm. are you frequenting that have MLS banners? Well. <laughs> it's a learning experience, I guess. <laughs> Tim Howard Johnson? Oh! <laughs> oh! oh, fucking shit. Wow. Oh. Wow. Guys, beat that. That's the new I, I, episode. I don't, I don't think we can. Like, do we even do a show now? Jesus, man. Voice. <laughs> right, we're going to try, though. Uh, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that loaned me out to another podcast for an episode. Um, but I'm back. Aren't you happy? On this week's show, we look back at a difficult weekend for TFC, make some CCL predictions, talk about some CAMPL. Yes, that's right. We're actually going to talk about some CAMPL and more. And now this week's panel. For him, patience is the key. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Patience is the key, is it? Yeah, it is. I felt you were preaching patience over the weekend, so... Was I? This was that's the sense I got from you. Yes, I could I could feel it coming from Little Malta. Duncan is like, be patient, all will be well. About what? Life in general, now soccer. The asteroid. Just like TFC's kids and everything. Yes. Oh, um, sure. Just take it. Just run with it. Mm. Just nod and smile. It's great. Yes. Um. Blown away by a listener request. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. I mean, it was a great shout. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you, Mr. Uh, at Mike Hudson sucks. Um, I'm pretty sure I own that album. And the best I've got so far is the uh, Caldwell quality in, and that's not even as good as yeah. Tim no, Howard Johnson. I like that, though. That's cool. good. Though. Yeah. It's not yeah, as good. That's, that's, but that's, but that's still, that's still pretty I mean, it's good. A, it's yeah. a solid, it's a solid silver medal. You know, when you've I mean, seen greatness and you still can pull that out, it's like, well, fuck, I'm just happy to be on the podium. Yeah, we got two and a half. Hours. We got two and a half hours to. Oh yeah. More. To, 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 yeah, to, to workshop this. We're doing so. a short, ep- short episode. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Uh, recycling your favorite commercials from the '80s. It's Tony Walsh. <laughs> Firstly, TFC's kids is the worst charity going. <laughs> and second, and second, uh, Tim Howard Johnson's is the milk that you find out out in front of the store. <laughs> It's been out in the sun and it's just a little rancid. Well, no, someone just maybe have dropped a bag of uh, 2%, you know, on the way out. And you're like, holy crap, I haven't even gone to the store yet and there's milk here. As for me, I am actually going to go to a match this weekend. I know. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. Ironically, you'd probably also find a bag of milk at a Tim Howard Johnson's. True. Mm -hmm.
All right, first up on this week's show, it is TFC Talk, where we talk about TFC, and we're going to jump right into the crew post-match. It didn't turn out great, but it started well. That first half, or most of the first half, that was kind of, that was enjoyable. Um, you had a lineup, somewhat unexpected lineup, because they already knew no Salcedo because he was res- suspended for the uh, the disco red card. Um, shuffleboards out injured. Yes. But, unbeknownst to the rest of us, Chris Mavinga and Shane O'Neill also injured. Hmm. Which meant everybody's favorite lineup change, Michael Bradley at center back. Yay. Hmm. <laughs> Always, that's always just a moment to just look at the lineup and go, uh huh, uh huh, yeah. That's he's huh. good. Doesn't know the centre back, does he? He's one of them, isn't he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But what it also meant was that uh, Lucas McNaughton started, uh, Caden Chung started. There was a lot of youth on the pitch on Saturday. And by the end of the match, 10 Canadians had played, I think. Mm. Most of them under the age of 25. So, um, a lot of young yeah. Canadians. Some Much of that was, you don't count. We don't give a shit about you. I said, yeah. I said most. I, I included mm, him. He's just, <laughs> he's just a little older. He's, he's, he's mature now. Um, you insinuated he was of less worth because that's of, not what uh, I meant. That's, that was not what but I meant at all. Oh, you inferred that. I did not insinuate. Mm, I protest. Old Sorio, you call him. <laughs> oh, that's a really good runner-up, though. Oh. Anyway, um, mm. so you know, a certain, certainly a, a certain amount of trepidation. Well, yes, we want to see the kids play. It's like, oh, so they're all playing, all at the same time, mm. right now against. Okay, sure, let's do this. Um, but again, first half. Pretty solid. It Saw, did go fairly well, yeah. Yeah. Scored a goal. Did some nice things. The 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 kids were acquitting themselves fairly well. Uh shout out to, to Jaden Nelson for what I thought was an excellent match. Um big Jaden mm-hmm. Nelson fan, but this was you know, he was causing some problems. It was they were actually having to pay attention to him, which was which was nice because at the beginning, I don't know if everyone else noticed this. I and I noticed this more in the like the first half of the first half. He'd be way out in like acres of space, kind of like um, who was it that used to oh Hogan Ephraim, who could just mm. sit there in like an acre. Not that they have that much space, but it felt like it in which nobody would pay any attention to him, and he'd be like, "I'm over here." someone give me the ball and nobody would I sort of felt that Nelson was getting that treatment a little bit at the beginning of the match but that that wore off fairly quickly and he was really involved for you know most of the game which was great mm-hmm. yeah I mean Nelson as he got uh, moved into emergency right back slash right wing back after Jaquil uh, Marshall really got injured. And uh, yeah, he did well there. So, hooray. Good for him. Petrasso as well. 
Mm-hmm. It's another solid game from him. This is looking yep. good. He is. I uh, I think that as badly as the second half ended up going, um, and it it wasn't it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But I think just sort of been looking back at it, watching some highlights and um, things like that. That I don't think it's so much that the the players are bad. Um, there's a lot of it has to do with still to a sense of unfamiliar roles, but also they're just not used to playing at this level to it, you know, for, for several of these players, right. This is, this is new territory for them. Um, but to see them go out and continue to compete throughout the whole match, didn't see any fear, which I think is the one thing that is really important to sort of notice um, cause you know, we've seen that we've seen our fair share of youth players just thrown into TFC's, uh, starting 11 generally due to, you know, scads of injuries and looking like, Oh fuck, <laughs> what is this? Um, but I was really impressed with a lot of the composure from, um, from the players out there. And again, I will, I will throw, you know, McNaughton and Caden Chung out there for both being, mm-hmm quite excellent through much of the match. McDonald um, looked like he went through a windshield twice. Right. <laughs> like he went through one and then went to another car to go through it again. <laughs> and like, this is a guy who's, whose side, whose side gig is his face. So like full marks to that dude mm-hmm. for giving the middle finger to his other job. Yep. For the sake of this job. Like, I mean, I couldn't believe it. He looked like he'd been he looked like he'd been in a fight, like in an MMA fight. Oh, his cheeks yeah. swelled up so fast. I was like, how oh, is yeah. he seeing out of that eye? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yes, like it know. was instantaneous. Yeah. This bump under my uh, under my eye isn't big enough. No, well, let's just keep going out there and what can I do to get happen. something bleeding out of my face? Oh, how about the nose? <laughs> I wish to play. A lot of running, a running around sport with a tampon shoved up one of my nostrils. This sounds mm-hmm. delightful. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I've honestly, I've, I've got so much hope and joy from this lineup. Mm-hmm. Like, like I could. The big difference between, and I know this, is, this is this is game three. I know it's not. It's not even quite the fair comparison, but if I'm comparing, say, I don't know, last year and the misery that, that and calamity that was happening on a week to week basis, the, the misery and calamity was like, all of these problems could have been solved with better scouting last year. And this mm-hmm. year, this is the result of said scouting. So here, and these guys are playing with hope, with hunger, with, determination we're going to get this right then being down two one and and heads not dropping when they probably could have when they probably should have um i yeah i can't you know and and injuries are going to always happen so i can't i can't go I, like i'm not i'm not i'll give them that out a little bit but at the same time too everybody else is still playing very well i see the promise I see the future of good things. Will they win a championship? Sure, let's hope so. But will they 
be a 500 team by the end of the year? I kind of think they can be. Like, I know mm-hmm. it's stupid early, but they they look really good. They're going to solve it. When they solve it, they're not going to be a, a mediocre team. They're going to be a team in that murky middle at the very least. So, yeah. Fabulous stuff. It would have been nice if to... they could have kept the clean sheet because I don't want to want 115 bucks. But... <laughs> I mean selfish. Oh, well, I yeah. mean LAFC, Real Salt Lake, and Manchester United all did their part. Stairs. Yeah, those guys need to be having a whip round and paying you that money. Uh, you, uh, you know, like, you, you, look, just it, even they just did the whip maybe round not for the, the dollar. I'll take maybe, the dollar. Yeah, maybe not the kids. They probably don't have much money yet. Fair enough. Michael fucking Bradley though. Oh, he owes he owes you one hundred and fifteen dollars. <laughs> he got. He got it. He got at least that just from extortion. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, but yeah, this is nothing. I nothing I saw in that game has me anywhere leaning towards the alarm button, let alone reaching for it. So. The interesting thing will be if the results don't start picking up, which you know is possible it doesn't mean that they're not progressing as players as a side but the results might not come and it'll be interesting if the pressures that some of which we saw last year to panic and replace the youth with more experienced players uh happens again i think possibly the leadership of bob bradley um has a lot more weight to it than armis did I think it was easy for management to over overrule Armis when things were obviously going in a bad direction. So I, I think if this is Bob Bradley's vision, then I think it probably will have a good chance of of um, running its course. But, well, yeah, uh, well, it'll be interesting from the club, from the upper echelons, if you know a string of bad results sees a lot of empty uh, seats and stuff like that. And, I don't know. It, it overall the, the feeling of the club kind of feels like this is a, a season of two halves, right? Like this is like the pre-show to the for Insigne. Yeah, to the Insigne show and everything suddenly changes. And I'm sure he won't be the only addition. So well if 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 the first half can be used to really find, you know, maybe not all of the young players are destined to be regular starters or regular players but if you can use the first half to tread water at least and find the guys who really have that you know show that uh that promise and then move forward with that core and whoever you want to add that's probably a positive well i think you want to one thing you said about bradley his leadership is that you know he's he's very much more in charge of the club and the roster than certainly than armis was but even yeah more so than than Greg Vanny was like there's no there's no GM right like this is this is Bradley's show exactly um and this is that's only that's only by the way because they couldn't find another Bradley to fill that role (laughs) um this is uh you know this is sort of part of what he has as his reputation and and you know people are talking about it we're talking about before the season have been talking about since the season started both um, American MLS writers and, you know, followers, but also guys who follow the game here talking about the fact that Bradley is, you know, touted as a coach. And, you know, you saw it with LAFC who 
likes to develop youth players, who likes to, 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 to bring them in and make them part of the squad. So if that's something he's really focused on and can make good use of, yeah, because Insigne is not, you know, we already have Jesus, our Savior's here, but um, he's not going to, he's going to change things. Certainly he's an incredibly talented player, but, you know, like everyone can't just be looking at, july or the fact that mls is a game a season you know a league that really only starts in august but um no i think i liked what mark said about watching this and not being concerned because i i agree like all the panic stations everyone just needs to stand down because we saw some really good things from these you know some very young players who I think all have great futures and if they can get minutes and get used to playing at a high level. And as you said, Tony, they're not all going to start all the time. Once people come back from injuries and they start to figure out what their sort of preferred 11 is and the Kamar Lawrence situation gets figured out, whatever that is. God, I wish we knew we knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so weird. So weird. Anyway, I think there's exciting fun stuff coming up, even if the results aren't necessarily what we want them to be. Um, but uh, good news, JMR apparently is basically okay. Uh, although that was heartbreaking seeing him leave the match. Just, he was so upset, you guys. Yes. Poor guy. Well, how, how old is he again? Is he like 17? Yes, yeah. uh, something like that. Yeah. So, like, he's a kid. Like, literally, he is a kid. And yeah, athletes show their emotions, but you know, someone a little bit older, a little more used to controlling their emotions. And it's not necessarily saying not necessarily saying that's a good thing, but I just felt you know, like, to see how upset he was and, and, and to co- to be coming out. Obviously, he tried to continue because he was injured before he finally succumbed to the injury. Um, anyway, glad to see or hear that it's not serious. Um, bit concerned that Mavinga and O'Neal got injured in training again. Um, hopefully one of them's back for Saturday. That would be nice. Who knows? Um, um, TFC's, you know, people getting injured in training, but you know, TFC's physical stuff and all that sort of thing, the, the medical, it's, oh, it's world-class and so great. And, oh, my God, such amazing facilities and this and this and this. and uh, Yeah, it's yeah. Been, a few, been a few years since that made sense, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, speaking of injuries in TFC, Josie Altador. Go on. Uh, uh, did, did, everyone, did everyone know that he's plays for the, the T-Terrorists now? I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, mm. did, did, did you see that he scored in his first game? That makes sense. Beautiful yeah. header. So did Javier Martina. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, you know what? It was a very nice goal. It was a very Josie goal. Um, and it was just, it was, it was very interesting to see the reaction from the TFC fandom online. <laughs> Everyone's just losing their minds. Um, that he scored because of course he was like it's, he's, he's gonna do some some things that are gonna make people be like oh we could have that and I think what people need to realize I don't think Josie was ever gonna perform at that level in Toronto ever again I think he was pretty much done 
and I'm not saying he quit on Toronto. I just think like there's a difference between being done and like quitting on your team. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think he, you know, was perhaps similar to, to uh, Di Rosario back in the day. There had been, you know, mm. sort of disrespect and this and that. And it was just, yeah, you got the impression he uh, was not all that enamored with management as a whole. Yes. TFC anymore. I mean, even though, I guess, you know, they got rid of, uh, sort of Curtis as well as, you know, what have you, right? You know, would that be enough or... Is Bill Manning? Was he the issue? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Presumably, Bill Manning at the very least would have kind of like stood behind his GM and backed Ali Curtis with whatever was going on back in the day, and maybe he didn't like that. And yeah, don't know. But good for him. He's scoring again. That's nice. Exactly. Huzzah. All right. Well, TFC have a match at home again this weekend. Um, there's a two-game homestand that is, you know, a bit of a break in between the two matches uh, because of the international break. Uh, but uh, DC United coming to town. Uh, they're having a decent season so far. Uh, I think they're, you know, it's only whatever, only three matches in, but they haven't been terrible. Um, so, yay. Apparently another team that likes to press, that always goes well for Toronto. That'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. It won't go horribly wrong at all. Um, but this Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock, uh, DC still holds a slight edge over Toronto in their all-time matchup. Um, five more wins than Toronto. Um, but good news. Salcedo should be back from suspension. Um, JMR probably available. That's good. Um, those are my positives. <laughs> Sweet. No, I, I think mm. I think Jimenez again will cause them some issues. Um, he's been he's been a lot of fun, um, and I think that if he and Pozuelo continue to play well together, uh, if you get Jaden Nelson continuing into the mix, and if uh, Jonathan Osorio can sort of be, you know, buzzing around and taking advantage of things. Um, I think there's an opportunity for um, some, some some mayhem. We'll say some mayhem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you got to hope, uh, you know, uh, Chung had a very good game. You know, he'd be mm-hmm. back there. And I think, you can definitely see the benefit of, oh, all right, he's an actual fullback. He's done this before. This isn't him learning on the job. I mean, he's taken a step up in quality, I guess, but he knows the basic role. And so, oh, well, that actually looks good there. So, you know, hopefully they did stick with him. Uh, I don't know about McNaughton, if Ciseldo's coming back, but, you know, uh, Salcedo, not Ciseldo, Jesus. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, yes. Um uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, you know, the, the defense, if like Chung's there as well, this might just manage to stay organized enough that it doesn't get completely overwhelmed with uh, a bit of pressure and every single mistake turning into chaos, like what happened against New York. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. 
Well, who's your player to watch from DCU then? You know, I love going for a hilarious name. So here goes. I'm waiting Brad, for it. Brad Smith. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony, like, do you always have to take the best names? Like, that's I just that's oh, not fair. Classic. We shouldn't let you go first, man. It's not I fair. Know. Well, if it was summertime, I would have thrown Duncan uh, to their incoming DP, Taxiarchus Funtas from Greece. Ooh. Taxiarchus. I probably mm-hmm. said butchered that, but that's how it's, you know, could be taxi archies. I don't know. It's probably like <laughs> uh, taxi archies or something, but mm. it's spelled taxi archies. How about Duncan? And he's a DP from Greece. A DP enjoy. from it's, Greece. It's, enjoy. <laughs> Nothing at all to say here. No. Tony, no. where did you get that silver platter? <laughs> uh. There haven't been enough Greek DPs really in the league. Have there been any before? I don't think there have. There's got to be some you know good quality Greek players out there that would want to uh, retire for a season or two in MLS. You'd think, but maybe those yeah. refs. Sure. Mm. Oh, the refs—they were so good. Remember when we had good refs for? Oh, God, that, those were the oh. Those were beautiful weeks, man. Spoiled. Those were competent fucking refs, man. That was... Greek, Greek week. Mm. An entire week. Yeah. I'll rush mm. that. Yeah, yeah. pledging. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give him there. I'm going to go with Andy Nichao, though. Good player. Been around for a while. Got three goals already this year. Okay. Seems dangerous. Well, I don't like that at all. Hmm. Um, the the for me the the joke answer is uh, oh yeah Gristle Mimia yeah dig it because Julian Gristle uh, should have came to Toronto in the first place and the real answer is Bill Hamid who should be in Toronto by now but for some reason mm. it's not happening. Kristen, did you talk to those guys? Uh, I did. I tried, and, and what they said was that, well, he's play, he's he's playing well so far this season, so that we can't have him. Well, did, and did you, I thought that was unfair. Did you tell them about Alex Bono and I, how good I, he I, would I, be in DC? I didn't think to, did to they, do don't that because fond memories of Luis Silva. You, yeah, you can get these, we these did players true. from GFC. Or, or yeah. D-Row. Like, we did them a solid. Sure. Right? Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Who was yeah. that defender we drafted that ended up there? Oh, Christ. I think he was Trinidadian. can't remember. Don't know. Oh, um, man. Early Andy, days. Yeah. Andy Nichar has not scored three goals. I confused uh, games started and goals scored on ah. the, uh, the start here, things like But, uh, you know, still dangerous still. player. I'll still yes, picking, agreed. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ola Kamara. Hello. Hey. Hi. What's going on, Mark? It sounded like it came from behind me this time. You guys, you heard sure. it though, right? You heard somebody saying hello in Spanish. Yeah. Hola. Like, Kamara. Como estas? CSE too? Okay, I'm now I'm confused as to if that was you guys or if that was somebody else. Anyway. Anyway, I, let's Sorry. go back to the talking Sorry. about my, my bad. About the I, match. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. at BMO Field. Um, it's 
nothing fucking cold though that's going to be a nice change um got tfc that needs desperately wants a win uh clearly wants a win at home in front of its fans um maybe this is not the best game but who knows anything could happen um right now they're showing some unpleasant mixed precipitation, but maybe that'll be done by the afternoon. Who knows? Uh, score predictions, gentlemen, for this very important match already, game four of the MLS season. Man. Julius James. Is that who was? I was trying yeah. to think. Is that who was? Yeah, but we didn't. But I, I was mistaken. We didn't trade him there. He went to Houston Dynamo, but uh, between us and them. Oh, I thought he went to Columbus. No. No. DFC, Houston, Columbus Houston. at some point. DC. Oh, he did go to Columbus after DC. You're right. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, because I, I just, I always picture him when he's not with Toronto. I picture him in a Columbus uniform. Okay. Yeah, 30, 31 appearances for DC and then 43 for Columbus. Yeah. Huh. God, he was with DC that long, eh? Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, predictions? That was my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a good one. Thank you. Uh, one one. Reasonable. Three two. Four. DC. Reasonable as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, oh man, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two nil Toronto, and uh, and uh, we get we win the first ever Escandarian Cup. Because that's oh, you know, if we can't have Bill Hamid, we we should at least get something out of them for this. Oh, it's it's a shine. That's shiny. Um, it's a bit broken, I'm, but it's shiny. But it's still shiny. Still I'm shiny. not quite. I'm going to one Toronto. Not quite as optimistic as Mark, but I still think I think this is their match. I'm pretty sure any 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 result that's three points to Toronto is too optimistic Kristen by default <laughs> you could say 7 nil and 1 nil Toronto and they're both equal right now right now well I think so far I've been calling I haven't I, I this is my this is my first win prediction of the season for Toronto fair mm. so you know it's taken me four games to to haul out the old optimism um, so I think I'm due All right, uh, time for some other footy discussion. And uh, mostly we're just going to talk about CCL. We'll talk about some other things too. But um, it is the second leg of this round, uh, the quarterfinal round. And right now, as we're recording, the only match today uh, is Pizza Rats away to Comunicaciones. And Pizza Rats took an early lead. They were up 1-0. Um in the first half early on, but uh, it's 1-1 right now. However, go on. they are still up 4-2 on aggregate. 
dun, dun, dun. Mm. Second half, all to play for. So, yes, we've got in this round, there's still four MLS clubs alive, which is hilarious. Um, so, T Terrorist and Sounding Enthusiasts uh, are both up 3 0 in their ties. Pizza Rats were up 3 1, currently 4 2. And Snowflakes are down 1 0, but they have the home leg this week. So, who advances to the semifinals? Do all four MLS clubs make it? No. Thank you. Huh. I agree. Other than the snowflakes, does anyone else not make it? I think the snowflakes could make it. I could see, uh, let's say, New England. They'll shit the bed. Yeah? Yep. Oh, that like, would I'm be not I, would, I would be happy with that, so... Mm. I I would I would uh, I would like to switch out as much as I want to see New England shit the bed because <laughs> many reasons I wouldn't be upset if I if the offer was on the table Duncan that I could swap out New England shitting the bed for Seattle to shit the bed to oh, keep always to, a good choice keep yeah Armis Champions League TFC was actually mm-hmm. the greatest team in Mexico that year. Mm-hmm. Like, Leon sure. was absolute shit against everybody else except the worst team to probably ever qualify <laughs> for Champions League. Legitimately. <laughs> it's like they could... Leon could mm-hmm. beat the other three Mexican teams still in this tournament, no problem. But garbage TFC? What the fuck? Oh my god! What, who are these amazing soccer players? What do we do? It's like, it's like it's like they still think that the TFC that that damn near won the whole thing, and just like are petrified. So I, I want that myth to somehow survive. It doesn't look good, but um, yeah, I I I, I fear that uh, I fear that uh, uh, Montreal will be the only uh, casualty of the MLS survival. God, the idea of three MLS cruises who wins this whole tournament. I think that's obvious, right? Are we, are we in agreement to this? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think so. Yeah. They they although they're only just ahead of uh Leon in the standings. I just want to point that out. Yeah, but Cruz Azul actually has won something in the last 20 years. Yeah, no, no, Cruz Azul is... And Leon lost to Toronto FC in the Champions League after winning it, (laughs) after winning the Mexican League. So it doesn't mean shit. They're here as a consolation prize, as far as I'm concerned. Leon is such a disappointing side. I don't even... I can't. I can't. Fucking can't. So... Oh my god! I can just I can I just, feel your disappointment over the internet. I can just, it's it's just, just like it just hurts so bad to see that they're there. Like as if this tournament isn't taken serious enough. Sometimes that's the thing. Fuck, you're a shame, Leon. A shame. Why couldn't Why couldn't Forge got you guys? Fuck. <laughs> Could have crapped out to two Canadian teams. <laughs> um, I, there is now. Don't forget, there is a chance that Kenya Castellanos pours it on the second half and does away with the pizza rats tonight. Mm, no, like it's unlikely. It's unlikely. But I hope I hope New York goes all the way because I just really want to see their banner. 
It's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's tiny, but it's spectacular. It's only it's only it's only uh, twelve square inches larger than the MLS one. Still, it's what they do but with nar- those But it's inches. but it's narrower. Yeah, instead of the mm-hmm. baby blanket that they have for the current banner, they have one that is approved for six year olds. Mm. Kristen, are you saying the MLS banner has girth? <laughs> no, I was trying to make a bad joke about their pitch at their terrible stadium but oh, it very good it didn't come off properly no nothing in mls has girth come on now nothing in, nothing about new york city fc has come off properly either so <laughs> sasha kleinstein's mustache did oh fair yes doesn't even think it's girthy is there is there any more to this champions league shit no, 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 it's done. Good. Welcome to the Kit Hand Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. Apologies, Kristen. I really had no idea how much of that dead horse was. <laughs> uh, good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, this episode of the Kit Stadium Podcast. I'm joined today uh, by Kristen. Meow. Uh, Tony. Yeah, yeah. And Duncan. And Duncan. Hello. And Duncan. Hello. I think Mark has fallen into one of the stadiums. <laughs> what anyway. happened? Where did he go? Did the, 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 the banner well. fall on him? Meow, the kittens. The kittens have gone. Meow, 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 I don't know if you guys are aware of this, and I'm going to leave it. Hey! Within Zoom, it comes out, but that's a terrible meow mix. So there's five. Thanks, Dunk. For there's five more. There's five shirts left that we have yet to review. Um, we pretty much covered the best of them. I'll be honest with you. But uh, let us start with uh, San Jose and their away kit. Um, they have the audacity to label this the creator kit, and if you take a look at it, you wonder. <laughs> What the fuck kind of creators do they have in San Jose? White ones. So this is a, uh, a white, T-shirt. very light grayish shirt with black trim fucking everywhere. Black ringer collar, black cuffs, black weird stripey side panelings that go from hip to armpit. Uh, black monochrome uh, club badge, black Adidas logo black sponsor i you know what i though though i instinctively want to crap on it for so many obvious reasons of boredom um i do like a white kit with black trim it's simple it's it's super 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 basic over the plate i don't think it's worth 150 bucks but it's nice i actually don't hate this as much as everybody obviously should and i that's this that's my two cents Kristen, what are your thoughts? I don't know why they're wearing a training top as uh, as a kit. That's fair. I, you know, the, the the detail on the sides that you can barely see in the picture. I wish it actually splashed onto the front of the kit. Like, let's get whatever it is they're trying to do. Why isn't that the front of the kit? That I would have gone for. Black and white, totally fine. Let's do some zebra striping, man. Let's do it. But no, this is boring as fuck. Duncan. Um, I quite like it. 
except for the, the weird bit on the sides. What the fuck's that all about? There. Especially, it, it, I mean, maybe if you see the whole thing completely from the side, it might make sense. But, you know, it just looks like there's weird nonsense under the armpits. And that's, I, ah, no. But, uh, yeah, just the uh, basic white with the uh, sort of black trim and everything. Solid. Tony. It's white, Mark. It's whiter than white. If this is the creator kit, what are they saying about the creator? This is this is this is the Jesus with blue eyes of uh, of, of creators. This is very white. Imagine, imagine though, and cast your mind back to the TFC kit reveal. Just how many different images of cool things they can project onto this white shirt. That's true. So therefore, <laughs> that means it's great. Yeah. I would like, like to say that, thing. I, yeah. I would like to say that their sponsor, Intermedia Cloud Communications, looks like a fake company that undercover cops put on the side of a van. Mm. I could see that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Screw you, Tony. I've got a headache in it. That, that did not help it. Um, I've never really looked at their sponsor. Now I see why. Okay, yeah, that's uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to Atlanta United's away kit. Uh, it is uh, minty green. It's uh, I've I've seen this pattern before. If you're a kit fanatic, you've seen this pattern before. Um, basically, it's a it's got a weird gradient from mint to white to mint in kind of a zigzaggy pattern. It goes from top to bottom with the geometric pattern that kind of fits it to give it whatever effect you want to call it. I don't even know what you want to call it. Uh, the collars, a dark uh, collar is a, a ringer collar, dark green, dark green shoulder stripes, dark green cuffs, um, monochrome, dark green badge, dark green, everything. Basically it's two colors, much like the San Jose one, except one of them is not white and one of the other one's not black. So, uh, Duncan, what are your thoughts? Um, it gives me a bit of a uh, Holland 1998, sorry, 1988 feel to it. Just That's the, the one. The basic pattern. Yep. Um, eh, I'm not keen on the colors of it. And what the fuck does it say in, in the neck? Does it literally say city in the forest? Is, is that an Atlanta thing? I, is Atlanta a city in a forest? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know enough about Atlanta or Georgia geography. <laughs> I literally never heard that before, but I'm just going to look up that I, logo. I, I, I probably know more about Georgia, the country geography, than I do with the state of Georgia geography. This mm. ain't this no Tbilisi, let me tell you. Affectionately mm. known as City in the Forest. Well, yeah, yeah, I see yeah that but that, that doesn't affectionately mean you have to abundance like of trees, apparently. Okay. Kristen. You know what? I I I quite like it. And I hate that I like it because it's Atlanta. Um, and I don't like them at all. But I, you know, yeah, nostalgic for the pattern. I like the color combinations. I like that they didn't make the badge or either or any of the sponsors a different color to call attention to them in a more obnoxious way. Uh, if this had a proper collar on it, I would be tempted to own it, which makes me feel worse, but 
fuck them for having a nice kit. Tony. Reminds me of Arsenal and a roll of certs. <laughs> I feel like there's an this insult comes, coming, this, but I don't see it. Yeah, the, no, not really. This kit comes with like retsin. It just looks like winter wintergreen fresh. Fair. You could wash your mouth out, out with it and, you know, shitty like a florist. Mm, I, I feel like they probably left way more money on the table than they realized that they just went with bloody orange. Yeah. Or, or if they even tried to cheat a bit and go peach. Yeah. But, yeah. But, Could but have been then, like, yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's my two cents. How do you say peach in Dutch? Peach. Mm. No, that's very good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, gold. All right, gold member. I love peaches. <laughs> Next up, uh, to keep on with away kits, uh, New York City FC. They've got an orange away kit. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, it's uh, predominantly orange. It's probably about a third navy, if, you, if you're going to math it out, with a bolt pattern that goes that basically starts at the neck and makes its way down to the uh, zigzag its way down to the bottom of the shirt. Uh, with that navy thin bolt it, uh, to, to the left of it, it kind of fades into the navy panel, and the navy panel basically goes to the beginning of the sleeve and to the hip of the, uh, of the, uh, of the shirt, the rest of it's orange. The Adidas uh, stripes are in white, the Adidas logo and the sponsors are in white. Dude wipes is in white. I know you guys <laughs> wanted to know about that. Um, the ringer collar is orange with a little bit of blue. Uh, same as the cuffs on the shirt. Tony wipe away. What do you think? If, uh, if David Bowie owned a tour de France team. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's wow. And wow. On fire tonight. Good Everybody. Lord. Everybody. Thankfully, I have a pack of dude wipes, Andy. <laughs> I don't know why, because that there, there ain't no mess here. That shit's clean. Puts the fire out fast. Spectacular. Kristen. I hate that I like it. I hate that you like it too. I don't know why I like it. I don't want to like it. I, it's part of it's because it's orange. I admit I'm a sucker for orange. We all know this and powerless against it. But um, no, you know what? I I like this. I like the stupid light. I just I do. I like it. I like the gradients of the blue. I like that the blue side isn't solid. I'm very annoyed with myself for liking it. Um, please go on to somebody else. Duncan. Kristen really likes it. And that's the thing that needs to be uh, really pointed out here. That's, that's um, uh, for myself, uh, orange and dark blue is always a fantastic color combination. Um, but the, oh, the, bastards. the fucking zigzag thing down the the middle, no, no. You know, bless you for trying, but no. I, the thing that, that I do like this shirt, I feel like the gradient does it a disservice? Mm. I would have liked to. I don't know. I'm not sure what would have made it. Air, you know, air quotes better, but that gradient drives me nuts. I've, but I feel that way a lot about gradients on kits. Uh, uh, I like gradients, but you know that. Yeah, it's. I, I like like the the top left of it. So where where it's the side where the where the badge is. I like how the navy blue hits the white stripe. Mm. 
I like how the navy blue hits the orange collar. It's just like it's mm-hmm. not a part I normally would go look at, but for some reason, how good those three colors work together can be seen right at that intersection. It's just a remarkable palette. And even and the, the, light, the, very... the light blue of the badge as well, I think, fits in very well against that dark blue background. It's nice. Absolutely. It really does. Absolutely. Well, Kristen likes it. But yeah, yeah. that's the, that's that's the important thing. part. I was really hoping Kristen did it. Hashtag Kristen loves New York. Oh, Someone, no. someone's trying to someone's trying to get on an nyfc podcast well i haven't been on one yet so. i give it time they'll hear about us uh <laughs> next up is uh chicago fire's home kit hmm? uh sure. it's uh it seems pretty ordinary uh it's overwhelmingly navy blue uh with uh, uh the v-neck collar with it's got a little bit of red with mostly navy blue uh trim that same same pattern is on the collar navy blue with a little red stripe in it uh the shoulder adidas stripes are red the adidas logo is red sponsors in white it's got the new badge hooray no more stupid fiery dinner platter thingy that they had before uh there's an imprint on the kit that is um based on local chicago architecture of the uh water tower i know Mm -hmm. nothing of this but I do know it exists. Like, I know, don't know the details of its importance, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of plain, but it's definitely better than what they've had in the last couple of years. So um, uh, who did I, who went first last time? Me. Then not you. Duncan. <laughs> sure. Dull as fuck. Uh, no, but then yeah, the, this this little pattern in the middle is like mm-hmm. I don't I can't think of exactly what it reminds me of, but it's just say it's like it's like a series of arrows, and I feel like this should be just, just like lighting up one after the other, and then just kind of like rotating, and it'd be like some kind of weird pattern that would actually remind me of some kind of product that's out there. I can't think what. Hopefully, Tony can. I feel like this, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, he'd, he'd see what that pattern's all about. But yeah, don't like it. Fair. Kristen? I don't mind it. It's it's fine. You know, it's I, I, I appreciate the simplicity. I like the collar. For whatever reason, I like the cro- I like the little bit of the crossover. Um like these whole things with these sublimated patterns, I I get that they're going for subtlety, but I always think that the subtlety is a mistake. I think if you're gonna do it, make it even just like ten percent more obvious instead of being like what is it like it's a thing there's sort of a thing there there's not i don't know um but what i do appreciate so far is that they don't appear to have a sleeve sponsor so that's good it's fine what you mean that's good that just means they're a fucking bush league team that can't attract a sponsor (laughs) oh my god that's terrible what a fucking shitty shirt that is (laughs) what a fucking laughing stock well, well, when broke lots hit the market. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We've got the arm for you. Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I appreciate the new badge. Looks good. Motorola cracks me up as a sponsor because every time I see it, I'm like, are they still in business? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fli- I, I mean, Duncan excited me briefly when he was talking about how the uh, pattern would light up because I just thought it would say like girls, girls, girls as it did it. But um, 
I don't know. You could, if you're going to do that, why why be so, why say be subliminal, Chicago? Just put a giant like, or or make it like one of those three D uh, movie three D mall paintings, and when you stare at it, you see a big giant deep dish pizza. That's what I want from a Chicago kid, at least. That's <clears throat> that's fair. That's fair. It's also very interchangeable for with New England Revolution for me. Yeah. There's, yeah. This league has got a lot of navy blue shirts. Like a lot of navy blue shirts. So for it to be one more to the pile and a home kit nonetheless, like yeah. have have a little bit of creativity. The one thing though I I weirdly, weirdly love is how the badge and the MLS shield on this on the sleeve look amazing. Like you don't see a lot of yeah. red, light blue combined mm-hmm. in football. No, that's true. It pops. And it's just like, oh man, give me a kit that looks like that. Yeah, but they should have brought the CC. That's good. You're, that's a good point. That that blue looks nice. It would have looked good added to the kit somewhere else in some kind of not overwhelming flourish, but like just something. Would have taken away from the overwhelming New Englandness of it. There. Fair, fair. All right, last last on the docket is Orlando City away. Now, uh, this is a white shirt, and I and I had to kind of pause a little bit because the back of it tells you it's a white shirt, and <sighs> by the the their competition bureau or whatever the hell it's called that determines what kind of kit you get, this is considered a white shirt. But on the front of it, it looks like a sunrise of a purple sun i guess so like there's this gradient that goes from purple to orange to yellow ish to white fading from the bottom going up uh, and then there's this sun ray pattern that also kind of emanates to go along with it uh the c- collar is a uh it's a ringer collar it's purple with a little bit of white the cuffs are purple with a little bit of white the shoulder stripes are purple. The Adidas logo sponsors are purple. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, let, let's go around the horn, I'll, and then I'll give you my thoughts at the end of it. Uh, uh, Tony. It looks like the end of a commercial for medication you see from the States. <laughs> With the Orlando Health uh, sponsor, it looks like it's going fading out the end of the commercial where they're talking about like may cause explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Side that's just thing. yeah that's uh kind of what don't use, Orla- don't, don't use orlando city if you're allergic to orlando city yeah orlando orlando health may cause yeah that's i don't know why it's screaming cnn drug commercial to me that's fair Kristen. i know a lot of people like this kit i am not one of those people i know it this no it is just it is not for me in any way, shape, or form. No. Bad. You should ask your doctor if Orlando City is right for you. It's not. I will tell you that right now. I will lie about my symptoms. It is not right for me. <laughs> Tonkin. Awful. It's just awful. No. Move on. I quite like it. I know you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, love, no, you love it. Don't say you I, quite I, like I, it. You I, raved about this kid. Okay, so so all right, full disclosure. <laughs> I think they I think they I think they missed a golden opportunity to not have it be sponsored by uh Kelly's Racing Brand. 
the two scoops, the sunshine. <laughs> the sun, that's the sunshine. Great ah, that's call. it. Yeah. See, that would have that I would have I would have bought two of those, one to keep for later and one to wear now, because that would be hilarious and perfect. And secondly, it is like it's a way kit, so bonkers. I feel the rule to go to go a little insane is in play. This is pretty insane for all intents and purposes of what you expected of a kit. But the biggest thing is that it belongs. If you put it next to the home kit, it looks like, oh yeah, that is clearly the away kit. The home kit has yeah. a different pattern, but it's it's a gradient of dark purple going to their regular purple from the bottom up with rays, stripe pattern that goes upwards, much like this. They It's a set. It's a set. And I'm not necessarily crazy about your kits needing like your your home and away kits needing to look identical. I'm I'm okay with it once in a while. And this would be once in a while and it looks great cuz this is it's 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 nutty. Oh, so uh yeah, I do I do kind of like it. I do like I love it. I do love it. But that's uh that's cuz I'm that's because I'm 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 a junkie for the shit and I like I like it when when like this is the kind of thing that compared to some of the other ones where it's just nonsensical malarkey where like when you see what Houston got as an away kit, that black muddled mess and Orlando who had access to the exact same designers, the exact same company with the exact same timeframes. And these are the differences. This is genius compared to what Houston got. Houston's trash. This is magic. So, well, that ends our roundup of MLS kits for 2022. <laughs> the, the new ones have got to be coming out soon, though, right? Um, you know what? This, this I well, can't, can't, the KNPL kits are coming, Duncan. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah they're excellent. coming. Um, and and, and uh, let's be honest, Doug, in, in about four or five seasons, by the time we finish like 2029's kit roundup, yes. 2030's will be right there. So just, then it just becomes a cycle of... <laughs> Five kid episodes all the time, forever <laughs> until the end of time. So. Perfect. With a with a little mini break for the vocal minority podcast in the middle of it. Yes. Let's be honest. Yeah. Where where do, where do we think where do we think the money is at this point? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah we we need to start do we need to start making our own kits is that what you're saying Mark? I'm never going to say no to that. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, my guests this week, Kristen. Meow. Duncan. Meow, 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 This has been the Kit and Stadium Podcast. I'm so glad that section is so thin. It makes so much sense for me to do the kit thing right there. I agree. Sorry, my brain just froze. I apologize. Fine. Usually it's your computer. Oh, no. something different this week thanks thanks for picking on my crappy internet thanks so much i appreciate it at least um, your brain didn't go <laughs> yeah, your brain made how do you know it did it it might have ask, ask um, your doctor if orlando health is right for you yes can yeah, i see that you, you can i see have, that symptom list again yeah, you shouldn't have lied about your symptoms your doctor Damn are it. you suffering from are you suffering from brain freeze <laughs> I was, it was the ice cream, I swear. Mm-hmm.
um, before we uh, before we move on to CanCon, we just wanted to very briefly touch on something uh, across the pond uh, in the EPL, which we don't really talk about that often other than uh, making fun of the teams we support while Duncan points and laughs. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the Chelsea situation... Um, which gets more and more sort of gets more and more confusing every day. But so they've had, so Roman initially stepped away ish and then that wasn't enough. So then it was put into trust, but the trust thing wasn't enough. And now what is happening? They're a frozen asset with who's seemingly licensed to do certain things by the British government. And including a possible license to sell the club, um, but the money wouldn't go to Abramovich. And, but in the meantime, uh, there's caps on their game day, like their travel, their game operations. They can't sell uh, tickets outside of what's already been sold. So pretty much just season ticket holders. Uh, that wouldn't include uh, tickets sold for Champions League or FA Cup that weren't sold before the um sanctions were set or the asset freeze uh they tried to briefly today earlier today day of recording lobby the fa to play their fa cup match against middlesbrough uh at stanford bridge behind closed doors for sporting integrity because if you think of sporting Mm. integrity you think of chelsea Mm. and concacaf don't try don't try to steal concacaf's Gig. I was going to say Chelsea would fit so well in Concacaf, right? They would, yeah. So maybe yeah. that's their next move. It's a, uh, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. They're not a they're not a fan base that garners a lot of pity. No. No. <laughs> that's that's a, a nice way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're trying to be somewhat fair here i don't know i mean not, yeah i mean nope you know football and politics as it gets weird it, for fans of the club who were affected it's uh it's uh it's strange it's hard sometimes to split the two uh but hey yeah i don't know it's uh it'll be interesting where it goes i i my guess my gut says fa allows a sale to happen quickly if I don't know if that gets challenged legally beyond, I don't know. I don't know what the, this is all new, new stuff. So I, I figure they'll be just fine. I don't think whoever buys them will be at the level of wild spending that Abramovich has been. They're likely, you know, we, we talked about this uh, just prior to the show that they'll probably, you know, best guess they'll be bought by a billionaire backed by an investment company, something like that. And kind of be in that, top six mixture, but not uh, with the power to buy whatever they want, whenever they want. Right. Mm-hmm. My, my biggest... generally, fuck them. You know, I'm, I'm not fully down with the, let's just take boycott and sanction every single Russian thing out there. You know, Agreed. Go a bit far with that, but this guy, absolutely. Oh yeah, um, no. I have I have zero issues with uh, Chelsea as a whole. Yes, love it. Mm. My one of Your my next Newcastle. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> One you of my too, concerns with, with Chelsea, the whole Chelsea, like, and this is when Abramovich was in the ascension at Chelsea, just throwing money anywhere and everywhere, was that uh, I, I, I have suspected that at some point in time when Abramovich was going to be tired of his play thing, he was going to go, you know what? I've had a good run with Chelsea. You know, we, 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 we did well for ourselves in the world of football. I'm going to sell on. So Chelsea football club now owes me 800 million pounds for all the loans I gave for buying all these players over the years. Cause there's mm-hmm. no fucking way they made that money being well, finishing no, it, yeah, third, it, it, finishing fourth. Like, I just figured that he was keeping a tab just like on the side going, Oh, I'm not going to lose money on this. Watch. Yeah. That, that, that was talked about just before he, he, uh, he was frozen. That, that there is a really big loan debt owned to him mm-hmm. by the yeah. club, yeah. which he said he wasn't going to call in the loan. That was, yes. that was, Oh yeah. That was part of his statement. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, yeah. which, uh, which the thing that surprised me was that he actually had one. Yeah. Cause I mean, I figure like, I feel like I feel like in sports parlance, like especially in North America, we don't really worry too much about it because we got salary caps and other false bullshit things to control costs and whatnot. Fine, whatever. But everywhere else where they don't have those kind of limits, shall we say, um, it's always kind of shady. It's like, how does a club that only has a stadium that holds 40,000 people can outspend clubs that have stadiums twice the size yeah. and fill them week in week out. Like, like it just takes, it's just, it's simple mathematics. I don't know. I don't know the entire uh, economics of the whole thing, but it's like, it, it's, it's, it's a little crazy that you can go out and bring in Andrei Shevchenko for us, you know, for the price of a small GDP nation <laughs> and, and think, Oh yeah, this is, this is a drop in a, you know, drop in the bucket just because he's a billionaire doesn't mean he, this was charity. So the fact that he said it tells me that he was always keeping track on this and that yeah. he probably intended to recoup that somehow in the future. And that's fucked up, but it's also not surprising. And so the fact that he made mention of that at all tells me that this, that this was never charity and it only confirms what I always suspected. And they were never going to get that money like Chelsea would have been probably liquidated before somebody could come in and rescue them because that is a huge debt load. Well, that's an interesting point though, hypothetically. So they have, you know, a ginormous wage bill and overhead of running the uh, Premier League club and have no revenue really coming in or massively slashed revenue um, next while. So if, just say if I don't think this is going to happen, but sales faltered and they went into what other clubs would have to be called administration. Would the FA Premier League, whatever authority have the balls to give them an administration penalty like other clubs would. Hmm. It'd be very, be very interesting. Mm -hmm. I can't see it happening myself. No, no, I find it hard to believe, but I, I also don't know enough probably about the finances of you know how how oh, a lot yeah. of money coming in, money going out, but 
if they if hypothetically they reach the same threshold as other clubs usually in it hasn't happened in the Premier League I can't remember I don't think can you think of a Premier League club that has gone into administration I can't that usually happens in the championship and below but leads but that probably happened after they got relegated didn't yeah. They? yeah yeah I, I don't think it was while they here. were yeah but huh. yeah it's kind of happening when to Derby right now mm. um so yeah Barnsley. and it, it's devastating mm. it's devastating and can take a long time to bounce back from but eh, i'm sure with the winds of history as fast as they move i'm sure this this period will be forgotten and chelsea will be a power player in the not too distant future once again like bradford city i feel like bradford win the premier league briefly they <laughs> massively overspent to try and stay there and didn't and it went wrong they just kept some... buying the city. They kept buying the city gent bigger and bigger pies. <laughs> <laughs> there was some expensive Italian that they bought who was not worth it. Oh um, yeah. Oh, who was that? Oh, I can't remember. Mm. Was it Carbone? No, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm talking out of my ass, probably. But. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, put Chelsea. Let's hope it happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> the show we are going to talk about some CanCon and uh yeah we're going to talk a yeah. little CanPL I know we it, was really Benito, it was Benito Carboni sweet Bradford. look at you well with the done. knowledge well, well done, done. God damn dangerous I thought it was Benito but I thought that sounds stereotypical why would I make up <laughs> such a shit name that's why uh, I, I would have chimed in but I'm like nope don't don't show that you're ignorant Mark just keep your mouth shut well played you sir. just gotta like just gotta like blast your ignorance out there like I did. I had no idea. I just said it, and this time it landed. <laughs> I'm still getting it on on a man gang. So come on. Oh, he's oh, good. Oh yes, love Steve. All right, so Campiel, um, and something that I guess happened uh, was it earlier today or late yesterday. The why you guys get a, a shiny new sponsor? Um, yeah, Green Park Group. Come on down. Um, they're going to be their 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 kit sponsor, and they're going to also be their presenting sponsor, whatever that means. Ooh. They're going to um, play in a in a semi detached. It's going to be nice. <laughs> somewhere they're, in the somewhere they're, in they're the sponsor green, the, the Green Park Suites at New York Lions Stadium. Oh, um, that, that, that's where TFC two play. I hear. I know. Ooh. They share a stadium at two. They play at TFC two stadium, right? <laughs> so does this mean? Oh, oh my God! Just, just for, just for the, just for the heel turn. Can can Green can Green Park Group also be a sponsor for TFC two? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please let that happen. They can be the BMO, the BMO of lower division Canadian. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but the, it, everyone loves parks. 
and make a green park. And so a green park. Yes. Weren't York going to build a green stadium and... They were. All remember those, those days? Weren't? I do and remember I, those I, days. I presume that's still the plan, is it not? No, Duncan. Oh. You silly boy. <laughs> I feel like that plane's <laughs> gone the way of the dodo. Just um, they, they, the dildo? they need to embrace <laughs> way of dildo. the dodo. Okay. They went the no, way of the no, dildo. Dunk. I think you're right. I think I heard the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, that's went. not what I said. <laughs> they went in. The they went out again. Ah, oh, yeah, the dildo. Yeah. Oh, oh. We already got a great show yeah. today. I don't know if I got room for this. One. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a uh, sounds like an might amazing is, martial be... arts film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, might as well just stick it up your ass for all the good it's going to do. <laughs> Those aren't nunchucks. <laughs> Look, Endo doesn't play here anymore. All right, so. Um... The way of the dildo. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Cynthia Rothrock. The way of the dildo. A bottle of lube. The way of the dildo. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. You know what, Mark? I don't think this is the first. This, this is not the first time we've talked about Cynthia Rothrock on the show, is it? No. No, it absolutely no. is not. <laughs> Amazing. This is this is this is easily the third or fourth time. Is that it really? Talk- yes. It's, it's got to be. Damn! I wish we had a searchable function. I wish I, was ta- I wish I was more, more meticulous about tagging our fucking jokes. Uh, well, just to see what, what I'd love to know the, the reference we made before. It was probably very similar. I don't. I don't maybe, recall now. Maybe but less I, dildo. Definitely less dildo. The show needs less dildo. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever said that the show needed more dildo. So yeah, let's go with less. Um, no, the makers of the Vanity Fair thousand. The soccer community of dildo Newfoundland clearly feels very uh, yep. neglected by this podcast so far. Ooh, Canadian soccer show. Yeah, where's where's your dildo coverage been? Yep. Local minority. We're That's all over it now. the whole time. Yep. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Oh, dildo town. It. What, mm-hmm. Dildo town. Anyway, be, no. I think that's a good name for them. It's not a city, right? It's a town. Dildo town, FC. It's good. So, new sponsor mm-hmm. up the for domes. the YU guys. Uh, been to Dildo town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! Come on down, come on down to Dildo town. God damn it! Can Dildo Town play Spatula City? Because I feel like that's <laughs> that should be a. It's just in the same strip mall. Ah, mm. nice. <sighs> dongs, dongs, dongs. Green Park. Huh? Green Park? Huh? Green Park Group? Huh? Is that where we're still doing that part? There's a real oh. buzz about Dildo City. <laughs> um. No. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. All right. Um, The one thing to note about (laughs) this sponsor. (laughs) I'm trying. You made a strange noise there. Some weird noise came out of your your throat. I think that was like built up frustration. Just escaped. (laughs) 
So the, one of the things to note about this sponsor is that it is not one of the sort of pre-existing legacy, legacy sponsors, league-wide sponsors. Yes. Hmm. You know, it's not one soccer. It's not Macron. It's not VW. Um, who's the other one? WestJet. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. on. yes. WestJet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Needs to sponsor Dildo. 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 <laughs> Don't have seniors to be sponsored by. Come on. Please. Oh. Please. Please. Mm. Please. Decorum, gentlemen. I don't even know what to do. Like, there's like two, other, there's like three other, two or three other topics left. I don't even know if we can talk about them now. I believe in us. Damn. Just plow I... through it. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so it's a bit unusual that there is a new, a new sponsor um, that's being worked into. Uh... Mayo. <laughs> Someone else introduce the next part of the show. I can't talk. Uh, anyway congratulations on your new sponsor although apparently they're already involved with the team but you know it's campiel and everyone can be owners of more than one team and commissioners get their own team once they leave and things like that so it's fine um uh, letty signed a player good for them actually he's a good player I'm excited for I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good signing. Jesus, look at this guy. Uh, Abdu Sissoko, you know, he's played fucking oh, everywhere. And... Easy, Granada, Brest. Um, Brest. Akira Sports. Wow. Anyway. He's, hey, Mark. He's... Hey, hey, Mark, speaking of that, do you know what the, uh, the uh, official hotel of uh, the Belarus oh, Premier League is? Fuck's sake. No, what is it? Brest Western. Mm. <laughs> Mm. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Back to you, Preston. <laughs> sure. If you say so. Uh, oh, this isn't going to get any better, is it? No, no, no. This is what happens when we record late at night. Oh, God. Um, anyway, he's a, he's a quality signing for them. Um, might help them, you know, a veteran president, someone who's played uh, at a higher level, but who's also, you know, bounced around a little bit. Uh, I think one thing that's interesting, not about the signing, but, you know, we talk about, we joke about Atleti being off in Spain, you know, partying it up and and gelling or not, um, is that uh, other CanPL sides that are still, you know, that are remaining in Canada have been, you know, doing having preseason games against one another. So they're sort of getting familiar with the opposition, whereas Otleti aren't getting any of that experience. And that's sort of an interesting thing to consider, right? Like whether they'd be better off having stayed put. Yes, it's great to be able to travel and to use really, you know, high level facilities and get to see some some top flight football and all you know interact on that level, but maybe not as good as being back and interacting with the rest of the league yeah agreed but when they qualify for the club world cup and have to play against getafe's c team and in the final that then it's really going to come in handy they're going to have the end you're right that's true Mm, yeah yeah All right. Well, uh, moving away from the KMPL, uh, although we will be in the coming weeks, obviously talking about them a lot more as we are less than a month away from the start of the KMPL season. 
Uh, kit launches are happening sporadically over the next few weeks as well. Um, I'm sure there'll be leaks, so maybe we'll talk about them before they get announced. But more KMPL stuff is going to happen. Uh, the Canadian Women's National Team, the U20s, who we've been talking about over the last few weeks, uh, they did lose against Mexico, but mm. they won that third place match um, against Puerto Rico. So they have automatically qualified to the U20 World Cup this year, which is great. And um, uh, two of the players, three of the players were named to the best starting 11. Um, three. Mm -hmm. uh, so Florian Jorde, Zoe Burns, and Anna Karpenko, all named to the CONCACAF U20 Championship best 11, which is great. Um, really speaks Indeed. to, you know, the quality at this level for them. So huzzah. Is is this a, a bad sign that, oh, Mexico is catching up to Canada now and uh, it's not just going to be right, the, the US, then Canada, then everyone else. Now it's, oh, shit, they're going to have to be competing with Mexico uh, going forward and probably not winning. I, 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 I think it's I don't think it's a bad sign at all. I think it's I think it's great to have to compete against more than one country really um, it's, it's good for the region as a whole absolutely yes agreed but but also it does put pressure can, you know adds another layer of pressure on um canada soccer to work to find a solution to get professional a higher level of professional women's soccer in canada mm. um you know yes League One Ontario is 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 doing a lot of work and um, whatever is happening out in BC right now, but it's not it's not the same thing. There does need to be a more professional league above that. And again, whether it's getting some NWSL franchises in Canada or a women's league strictly Canadian based, um, but you know it really starts to put you know, more emphasis on that. It's, it's not just from the top down anymore from the biggest players in uh, Canadian women's football, but you can see it that yes, while we have successful youth um, youth players that, yeah, the, the automatic success isn't going to be there as much anymore. So they need help. True. May, may I, may I interrupt? Of course. There may or may not be a bed shitting happening as we speak. Wow, what's going on? There are six minutes left, or sorry, six minutes of extra time. And oh! if Kristen's what reaction, if Kristen, hang on, time. if Kristen's reaction has led me to believe that she's read the score, it is currently four to two for Communicaciones, putting the aggregate at five apiece, but New York City are leading on away goals. And Holy they just shit. scored an absolute fucking belter from about 25 yards out. Communicaciones to, to tie the aggregate. Oh my God, please, please let this be a thing. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt this podcast. This is no, that, that was a valid and excellent interruption. We're at the finish line. I was hoping that they were going to score a fifth goal for me to just absolutely freak the fuck out, then have to leave to explain to my to my mom and my wife as to why the fuck I'm screaming the fuck the fuck for what just happened. Then tell you guys why I'm screaming the fuck out because of the shit was going down because New York city FC could very well have shot the bed and I'm here for it. 
Poor Sean Johnson got handcuffed on that last goal. He did not budge, and it just came flying in. Oh, it was so, so good. So anyway. Press pause on the banner-making machine. (laughs) But they've all done so much material, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what the regulation size for a uh, uh, a, uh, uh, Yankee Stadium – quarterfinalists banner looks like because i mean i love the excuse of that of, of that whole thing because that's the size of the new york yankee banners that they have for every time they win a world series well no shit they won like 30 of them you'd have you could cover an entire section if you gave gave them the same size that they say make for the jays like jesus oh, oh please 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 Please, please, please. <laughs> Seriously, no, no, yeah, I, I, oh my God, amazing. Four, yeah. um, Four minutes left. Mark, Mark is trying telepathic communications. The... Um, that's, 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 that's the noise from Dildo Town. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs batteries. Um, so, Canadian men's national team. I uh, was hoping that the squad would have been announced before today's show. It has not been, which means they'll probably announce it tomorrow um, because that's just the way that sort of thing works. The first match is just over a week away. Obviously, we're going to preview it next week. Um, well, we're going to preview at least two of the three matches next week. But uh, a couple things. Uh, Alfonso Davies, obviously, who has been dealing with... Um, post-COVID and other health issues uh, has been cleared back for training. However, he won't be back playing for Canada this cycle. Everyone just needs to like calm down. Just just calm mm-hmm. down. Let him, let him get have, healthy. It's a shame they couldn't have, have him with the team in some form. I know not playing, but and I know Bayern won't allow that, but it's a shame he couldn't be there if they, you know, if they I know. World Cup birth. When, yeah, but health is more important, especially, yeah. So, of course, good. It's good. It's just good that he's back in training. Like that's a that's a massive step. It's an important step. So, yay. As as the kids say, his Twitch stream will be lit. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. No cap. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> he, he has been capped, Kristen. He's a regular member of the Canadian <laughs> national team. We don't have to worry about some it- other team taking him. He's always. I, it's you know what? I'm sorry that you guys aren't as with it as I am. It's okay. I love you all still. Um, Sweet Dane St. Clair, one of my very favorite players, uh, playing for the Loons, had a rough season last season, lost his starting position. Um, had a massive match versus the energy drinks, stopping penalties, stopping shots, just doing all sorts of wonderful things, potentially shaking off you know, his last year, making the most of an opportunity when he got a start. Um, again, there's only three matches left. So, you know, you've already obviously got Borian, who is still, you know, number one. Uh, Maxime Cripo is, you know, generally his backup. Uh, St. Clair has spent time in the men's squad uh, over the last year, but as he was faltering in MLS last season, that sort of thing. He didn't make it. He wasn't called the last, uh, the last cycle um, or the last round or whatever. Uh, do you think, you know, it's only one match, but 
it was a decisive match. Do you think this starts, you know, with only a couple of days left before Herdman calls the squad that maybe this puts him back in the conversation? Sure. Who's, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with him. He's, you know, it's obviously a boy, Jan and Crepo. If, if we're needing a third goalie to actually be playing, then, oh, shit, things have gone horribly wrong. But sure, let him go along. Why not? Get the experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah experience and possibly an exciting experience, too. It's always, like, mm-hmm. you know, good to, yeah, you know, especially because they have to keep their eye on uh, the World Cup as well. So things can change a lot in a few months. Good to get him ingrained with the team. Concur. Sorry, there's, right. ten, there's 10 seconds left in this game. I'm, <laughs> That's okay. You keep watching. You I'm tell busy. us what's happening. Is there a countdown? <laughs> um, and then, so we will, like I said, we will talk about this more um, next week, obviously, with the with the two matches, uh, Costa Rica on Thursday, and then the big match here in Toronto at BMO Field versus Jamaica. I just want to, you know, it is a sellout. Um mm. Shout out to everyone that worked very hard to get tickets in the hands of fans. Um, Voyager's family, well done. Um, and if you bought Voyager's tickets, you may have noticed that the Voyagers have not just the entire South End, but the two sections wrapping around as well. So we, we, we absorbed two extra sections from the rest of the stadium, uh, which is kind of awesome. So... Mm-hmm extra 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 voyager section for this match um really looking forward to it it's gonna be loud it's gonna be fun um i am definitely quite surprised that the whole stadium sold out that quickly at those prices mm -hmm. okay part of me hopes that there's you know a whole bunch of like scalpers took a a chunk of the expensive ones and are gonna take a fucking bath because they can't sell them off to other people but you know um, at the same time, it'd be nice to have uh, a full stadium. And I guess I hope that doesn't happen, but yeah. Yeah. We can sell out like 30,000 stadium at those prices. Huh. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, I remember back in September when everyone was, oh, well done, Toronto, for selling that 50% capacity stadium out properly. <laughs> yeah. Look at us now. Exactly. World class, Look at baby. Us now. Well, you know, a year ago, that would not have happened, would not have been possible. So it's, it continues to astonish me how quickly everything has changed um, for this squad. And it's just mind boggling. It's wonderful. Mm, Agreed. It's terrible bandwagon, bandwagon jumpers. Mm. Matches where there was not a lot of people. I, I feel and, everyone entering the stadium should have to name the city where Canada last qualified for the World Cup, and if you can't, you're not allowed in. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, like Cana- five- you like Canadian yeah. men's yeah. national team soccer, do you? Name three <laughs> players on that team that qualified. <laughs> mm-hmm. Name at least five players from that game in Honduras. Exactly. Which game yes. Honduras? <laughs> Fuck you. Get out. Mm. Get us your ticket now. Yes. Um, but yeah, like we, I, you know, I've been at, we've been at World Cup qualifier matches where the stadium was like not even half full, right? So this is this is kind. This is pretty fucking awesome. So 
I, uh, and we're all and going. I, I am joking for people before you start hitting comments. It's wonderful to have a sellout stadium, whether it's your first match or your something hundredth match following Canada. Oh, it's going to be great. Agreed. We're all going, which I is agree exciting. With Ernest Tony. Ernest. Aww. Yeah, you, you got earnest for a moment there. He did, so, yes. I just, I, mm-hmm. No, I, I was just hoping my, you I hope you changed my name to Ernest Tony. <laughs> sounded so stately. <laughs> sounded like I was going to discover the South Pole. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, um, that's our show for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, please join us next week when we look back at uh, a hopeful TFC win. Not probable, but we can dream. Uh, and then get into all sorts of Cayman's national team, see what's happening in the KMPL, uh, recap this round of the CCL, because unfortunately, Communicaciones couldn't get that one last goal. So this match is going to finish after we're done recording. Um, mm-hmm. So I have been joined by the entire vocal minority podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. I am Ernest Tony. And I'd like to read from you, read to you from the screenplay, the way of the dildo. Uh, on it the works. tweets it works thank at... you thank you duncan i love ernest tony he's my favorite new character <laughs> mark with a K, not a q mr mark hinkley uh thank you everybody to your continued support via patreon we absolutely appreciate it we got shirts you can go find them on our zazzle shop you can find the link on our website focalminority.ca and uh i'm proud of us all for selling out the stadium I mean, the four of us. We sold out the fucking stadium. You're welcome, yeah. everyone. Yes. So. Good job. Good job, you guys. Mm-hmm. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kaza Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Canada. Get used to it. the dream is to be able to walk to the game and then go home walk yeah. you know like that's 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 the rich man's life that i want so <laughs> even if it is Liberty want, Village. why do you think i want york united to move to varsity <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a massive cpl supporter if i could waltz to a match oh my god <laughs> look they're getting a league one ontario team for burlington I don't think it where they where they play is walkable, but the idea that it might be, mm. I'm not going to hate Burlington nearly as much if that happens. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to figure out how often I could hop on the go and get to Peterborough for a match. So, true. Just be, just be their official way support, Kristen.
Half the league is in. I, I, I already, I already am their official way support for fuck's well, sake. There you go. No, I want to go to matches. Congratulations! You're, you're you're now the you're now the supporter, the president of the supporters club called the Battery Pack. Sweet. <laughs> Always have to have fresh batteries. I mean, what? <laughs>